Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast PMM Interviews. In this podcast, we explore tips for how to interview like a boss for product marketing candidates through the lens of experienced leaders who run product marketing at some of the fastest growing tech companies in the world. I'm Nupur, a product marketer at Twilio. I'm really passionate about instilling confidence in aspiring candidates who are either thinking about pursuing a career in product marketing or are simply looking for tangible frameworks and takeaways in their current role to get to that next step. So if you're here for the first time and wondering what to expect, this show will help you navigate your career and arm you with the confidence you need to unlock your full potential in interviews. This show is produced by Sharebird, the peer mentoring platform for product marketers. It's the place to discover on-demand resources and learn from top product marketing leaders. Get more advice and insights at sharebird.com. Before we get started, shout out to our sponsor, LaunchNotes. Trusted by hundreds of leading product marketing teams, LaunchNotes is the only dedicated platform for product change. Publish and send product updates, create and share product roadmaps, and collect and synthesize customer feedback, all in a way that's personalized, automated, and secure. And with that, let me introduce you to our guest for today, Jody Innerfield, who is a Senior Director of Product Marketing at Salesforce. Well, everyone knows Salesforce, it's a leading CRM company. Everyone in product marketing has used it or will use Salesforce at some point in their career. So this is definitely a good one. And for me specifically, this is really exciting because Salesforce is one of those companies that has all always been my answer to name a company that does product marketing really well. So Jody, I'm so excited you are here and are going to be imparting some of your wisdom for us. So do you want to just give a quick introduction about yourself and about Salesforce? Of course. Well, first, Nafor, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here to talk to you today. A little bit about me. So again, my name is Jody Innerfield. I'm currently a senior director of product marketing at Salesforce, and I've been at Salesforce now for a little over four and a half years, but I certainly did not start my career in product marketing. My career started in film production, and then I switched into human resources and then went back to school, got my MBA at Michigan, go blue. And that's when I decided to make the switch into the product side of the house. So I interned with Amazon as a product manager. When I graduated with my MBA, went out to the Bay Area, and I was a product marketer at a applicant tracking system. And I did that for about six months before finding my way at Salesforce. And what I love about being at Salesforce is that you can have many careers in one place. And so I'm on my fourth role here at Salesforce, always within product marketing. I started out doing content and I moved over into solutions marketing. Then I was more of a traditional technical product marketer owning a suite of products. And in my current role, I lead a team of product marketers and marketing operations specialists who build the strategy, the planning, the operations behind our product launches for our over 2,000 person marketing marketing organization. So my team streamlines and strategizes product launches, release marketing, naming, pricing and packaging. And we also do some incubation of emerging product launches to make sure they launch with impact. So really excited to be here today to talk to you a little bit more about product marketing. Wow, that's awesome. That's quite a role that you've got there <laughs> for us. It covers so many different things. I'm curious, are you also hiring? Because I'm sure our audience would love to hear about that as well. So I'm not hiring on my team at the moment, but Salesforce is always hiring. I actually just took a look and I think we have over 130 marketing jobs and adding new ones every single day. It's a pretty, I think we're like 75,000 people now. So we've got plenty of opportunities for product marketers. 
Wow, that's amazing. Well, that should make everyone super excited. (laughs) You should watch your LinkedIn inbox. Yeah, right. Uh (laughs) Well, anyway, thank you so much for that introduction, Jodi. A question that I really love to ask to just get us started with is, what's top of mind for you these days in your role? a great question. I think something that's always top of mind for me, but particular as we are just starting off our new fiscal year is my team and their development, their career development. What do they want to do for the year? But also more importantly, what kind of skills do they want to build in their careers? And how do I help make sure that the work that they're doing on the team helps them build those skills? Again, because it's the beginning of our year of our fiscal year, top of mind for me is building or creating some strategic alignment across our organization, around our launch strategies, around our messaging strategies. As you mentioned, it's a pretty interesting role and that my team has where we try and be the connective tissue between all so many different, not only product marketing teams, but also PR, communications, creative, just trying to make sure that as you can imagine, trying to, there are many, many launches when you're a company as big as Salesforce. And so our team is trying to not only get a handle on what are those launches, but also also make sure there's some strategy behind what we're launching when and how we connect the dots between those launches. And I would also say top of mind for me right now is what our roles, I think it's probably top of mind for everybody, but like figuring out not only product launches, but also team development in this now hybrid virtual in-person world. We had our company kickoff last week and there were 5,000 of us in person safely with daily tests, but then that meant there were 70,000 people watching virtually. And so that was a very interesting approach. And we'll continue to see that hybrid approach to our events going forward. But what does that mean? How do we scale that? So yeah, just a couple small things on my mind right now. (laughs) Well, if you say so, those don't sound small to me. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of strategic high impact planning going on there. So that sounds super exciting. You must be really, really busy just as we're even kicking the door. (laughs) Well, before we get into it, I'd like to also kick us off with some easy rapid fire questions. I think it gives our listeners an opportunity to learn a little bit more about you outside of work as well. I promise these will be very easy, but you have to be fast with your answers. Okay, let's do it. Amazing. First, what was your first job? I worked for a very small one-person fashion designer, doing everything from gluing rhinestones onto appliques to breaking down boxes and filling clothing orders. Oh my God, that might have been a teenage (laughs) dream. I would have to do that. That sounds fabulous. It was pretty cool. (laughs) Current Netflix binge or HBO Max. I'm not ashamed to admit I watched all of Inventing Anna this weekend. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I read the book, My Friend Anna, when it came out a couple of years ago. And so I'm very big on the Anna Delby story. Loved it. Oh, didn't know it was based on a book. Very interesting. I should check it out. One to two words to describe your email inbox. Inbox zero. Love it. That's (laughs) That's amazing. That's awesome. What's a company that you think does great product marketing? And you can't say Salesforce because I already did. Yeah, I won't. I know I heard you say Salesforce. Damn it. (laughs) I will say Aura Aura Ring. I'm wearing mine right now. If you don't know it, it's a sleep and activity tracker. And I've had it now for about three, three and a half years. And I think when I was seeing people in person last week, I've now realized that like many of my colleagues and friends also have them. They've done a really good job positioning them themselves for the things that we need to focus on most, which is sleep and recovery. So they've really done a good job and it's a great product. Jody, this is so timely. I just ordered mine. <laughs> See, I told you great product marketing and it's a great product. You're going to enjoy it. 
Love it. Okay. What's the number one trait you look for when hiring product or solution marketers? I think adaptability because you have, as a product marketer, you have to wear so many hats. And so you have to be able to change and adapt to whatever needs to get done that day. But also particularly at Salesforce, things change all the time and you have to be someone that can roll with the punches and change as we go and as we grow. All right. Last one. The top metric you want new hires to be motivated by. I think the obvious one would be revenue, but I'm actually going to go ahead and say engagement. And I say that because on my current team, we're not aligned to a specific product. So we don't have revenue, but what we do have to pay attention to is how are people using the resources that we're putting out there? And I think that's the same for every product marketer. How are sales teams using your content? How are your customers engaging with your content? And anything that's getting low engagement, low responses, probably isn't something that you should be focused on, or it tells you something should change. So I think that's something that you really need to pay attention to. And just, it's an answer besides revenue. (laughs) (laughs) I think you bring up a very good point with that answer. Engagement is definitely critical because again, there's so many things that we're juggling. We really should be focusing on the things that actually move the needle. So absolutely. Yeah. It helps you prioritize. I think it's easy to say like, oh, it drives revenue. Let's keep doing it. But especially when you get down to things like sales enablement, like sales Mm -hmm. enablement doesn't directly drive revenue, but you need to be able to prioritize what pieces of content what pieces of sales enablement are working. Absolutely. Well, this was a lot of fun. I hope you had fun as well. Yeah, that's fun. It's great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the meat of this because I know that people probably have a lot of questions for you. I'm going to ask them one by one. The first one for you is you're someone that has been in product marketing for a while and you've interviewed lots of candidates over the years, right? Are there favorite interview questions to ask candidates that are applying for a product marketing position? Something that you make sure that you'll ask in every interview? Yeah. So I've recently been doing some interviews for another team and a question that I love to ask that my friend Ren gave to me. So I'm giving her all the credit is what strengths are you known for bringing to your work and what strengths would you like to be known for bringing to your work? And I think this is an interesting way to ask about strengths because you're asking about like how other people think of you and what your reputation is basically in your organization. But that follow-up question really gets at like, what are you either not doing today that you'd like to be doing or what do you need to work on? What would you like to develop? And that's the question that I now ask of everyone and I really enjoy it. It keeps people on an edge, but they're also should be prepared for it. Another question that I don't think is specific to product marketing, but is a one that I've been asking since one of my very first jobs I had when I interviewed for an internship, somebody asked me, what am I passionate about? And I was like, oh, that's a weird question that has nothing to do with the job. I love asking this question for exactly the reason that it doesn't have anything to do with the job, because I like to see that people are passionate about something. I like to see that there is something that gets you fired up that you can talk about for hours without having to prepare for. I like to see that there is something that you will just get super energized about. And it also tells me a little bit something different than what I would ever see on someone's resume. So if you're ever in an interview with me, those are two questions or three (laughs) to hear from me. Well, Jody, you know what, that first question, I love how you framed it. I think there's that strength and weaknesses question that everyone's always okay. prepared with their interviews, but the way you pose the question just makes it so much more better. Yeah, it's a little less 
yeah it's, <laughs> it's a little less awkward like what are your strengths what are your weaknesses yeah um, and because sure. with the weaknesses it's always like your weaknesses are almost also your strengths somehow like as someone who's interviewing that's the way people answer even the weaknesses question but the way you said that what are the strengths that you want to work on or that makes it all the more better so I really exactly. like that I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down <laughs> um, and it's also that like it's not necessarily a weakness, but maybe it's something you want to develop, or maybe it's the reason you're moving into a new role. So for example, I've had people say, you know, I really want to be known for my messaging skills. And that's why this role really appealed to me because it will give me that opportunity, or I really want to be known as a great leader. And this is a management role. So I think it's not just about what are you not good at? It's also about like, what skills do you want to develop in your career? Absolutely. Love that. And the second one that you mentioned, that one was all about passion. And Mm -hmm. it's funny, that brings a memory for myself as well. My first job was as a product marketing intern back in India in Bangalore. Mm -hmm. And my manager, like the hiring manager for the role, told me that I got the job because I think I used the word passion in one of the answers. And he was like, you've never done product marketing before. And that's fine. You're an intern. But what struck him was that I used the word passion and it shows that I had energy and appetite for learning and all of that. So it's funny that you say that. I think all leaders are looking for passion. So good reminder, Jodi. I love that. Thank you. All right. So next question for you. What are some of the common mistakes you see candidates make in BMM interviews? Like if you had to sit someone down and say, avoid these common things, what would those be? I think the thing to remember about a product marketer, and this might be something you're asking later, is like product marketers are storytellers. And in an interview, you are telling stories, whether you are just telling somebody about yourself and your background, or whether you're answering a question, those are all stories. And Mm -hmm. both myself and any other hiring manager is not just looking at your answer, but how you answer and how you tell that story. So I would say that a very common mistake I see is people interviewing for product marketing roles who don't treat their interviews as opportunities to tell stories. So whether that be rambling, whether that be not having a clear beginning, middle, or end to your answers with action, context, result, whether that be not bringing passion and bringing energy to your answers, I think you have to look at every answer you give as an opportunity to engage your interviewer as if they are an audience. You are interviewing to be a storyteller. Every answer you give is an opportunity to tell a story. That's a good point. And I mean, one tip for the storytelling piece is perhaps make a list of some of your projects that are good candidates for stories. Because I think the other miss is that people forget to share examples. Mm -hmm. And I often have to say, great, can you give me an example? And I mean, I'm happy to follow up that way. But I think you're right. People should come prepared with, for example, I did this when ABC. All right. So I know we talked a little bit about some of the questions you're asking, and you sort of already hinted at this, but are there specific skills that you're trying to suss out in PMM interviews, basic atomic skills, foundational product marketing skills in every PMM interview? And do you think that they would change Mm -hmm. depending on if you were hiring someone for a more senior role versus a more junior role? Yeah, I think that the skills I look for are storytelling is pretty specific to product marketing, but I don't think you have to have been a product marketer before to have good storytelling skills. For example, I've interviewed a number of solutions engineers who are looking to make the move into product marketing. And that 
So as an SE, you're building demos for customers. You're getting up in front of customers and walking them through how they might use, like you're already telling stories. So that's a pretty big one for me. Communication, like concise communication skills. Again, that comes through in how you're answering questions, what details you're giving, are you giving the right level of detail? Adaptability, I talked about that I'll probably ask a question like, tell me about a time where you had to work on a project where you didn't have any prior knowledge of how to get started, right? How go I'm looking at how good are you or just how good are you at just figuring out what to do and rolling with the punches? Does it change based on how senior you are? Yes, a little bit, right? Like I think I often with a more senior person, I expect them to come in with more polish it's definitely in communication skills, definitely in the soft skills. I expect more experience. I expect them to be able to articulate with really relevant examples times when they have built a strategy or picked up a project where they didn't know what they were doing and had to just figure it out. So yeah, I don't think that the skills necessarily change the more senior someone is. I think scrutinizing more closely <laughs> what level they're at. Yeah, I think I'm in agreement with you. I think the foundational product marketing skills remain sort of the same as I've myself grown in my career. I don't think I'm forgetting all about storytelling just right. because I moved to a management role. I think those remain. But to your point, I think the examples just become more broader yeah. and perhaps more high level and the scope increases. So I think as a candidate that's interviewing, you would perhaps want to, if you're interviewing for a job that's more senior, you might want to focus on those sorts of examples and tell those sorts of stories exactly. with a larger impact. Exactly. And the other thing I'll say about interviewing, and this isn't so much something that the interviewee can change, but as an interviewer, as I'm building out a team, I'm looking to round out the skill sets that are on my team. So for example, if I know I already have two or three people who are really strong in messaging, but I'm really missing someone who's got really good project management skill sets, the job description is the same, but when I'm looking across the candidate that I'm interviewing, I'm going to look to fill a gap. And right. so I say that because that's really what changes when I'm interviewing is like, what gaps do I have on my team that I need to adapt for? And unfortunately, that's not something that an interviewee is going to, or a candidate rather, is going to be able to gauge. But maybe if you ever don't get the job and we've all been there, where we've, there are jobs we haven't gotten, it's not always because you didn't have the product marketing skills. It might be that, well, one of your strengths They've already have people on the team that have your strengths as well, your experience. And that's why it's a good idea when you are interviewing to try and give a variety of stories and a variety of examples. So you can kind of check the box on as many of those different skills as possible because you don't really know what the gaps are on a team. Yeah. Or another idea could be as a precursor, when you have that first interview with the hiring manager, perhaps try to ask. Absolutely. That that's a way to get to the bottom of it for sure. Absolutely. All right, Jody. Uh, next question for you. So when you're organizing these interviews, when you're working with a recruiter on this, and do you typically have one-on-one -on -one interviews with several members in the marketing team or product and extended marketing? And then do you have like a separate case interview or like a homework assignment? Basically, I guess what I'm trying to get to the bottom of is, are there specific rounds you like to structure your interviews around? Yes. 
I will usually do the first, you have your recruiter screen, then I'll do a phone screen to just make sure I get to ask the questions that I want. Then I'll pass them to usually a person on my team, kind of as a gut check. Like, okay, I thought that they were pretty good. Like, what do you think? And I have somebody else on my team kind of just say, yep, that they're good. Then, you know, it depends on the role or how much time I have. Either we go straight to a panel. So you have four or five one-on-one interviews with various stakeholders and then a presentation or we'll do a presentation first. And if you pass the presentation, then you'll have a couple more panel interviews. But we do always have what we call it a presentation, which I guess would be like a homework assignment where again, it changes based on the role that I'm interviewing for, but it's always, you'll get some sort of prompt. You'll get the Salesforce deck. You'll get usually a week to put it together and you'll get one, maybe two briefing calls with the hiring manager, 30 minutes. And you can use those for whatever you like. So I remember when I was interviewing, I set up two of them. The first one I did very early on just to make sure I was on the right track with like the, how I understood the prompt. And the second one I used a little bit later on to make sure that I got feedback on the structure of my story. But every candidate uses it a little bit differently. The secret is you should know that those briefing calls are also something that I, as a hiring manager, I'm looking at how you take feedback, looking at how you use those calls, because that's really going to be representative of what it's like to work at Salesforce and on the team and how we will work together. So I personally love the presentations. Wow, Jody, this is super eye-opening. Um, I <laughs> like all the secrets. Yes. Well, the next question for you was going to be, can you give examples of what those prompts might be? But before that, I want to make a comment on this because I think a lot of companies have this case assignment or homework assignment, whatever you might want to call it, but not a lot of them offer those briefing calls. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so unique and it's such a wonderful way to your point, understand how you might work with this individual going forward because that's the ultimate check, whether they would be a fit for the role. It is so eye-opening to see how people use those calls and what kind of questions they ask or if someone's like, no, I don't need it. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to use? This is a gift. (laughs) So I'm really looking at not only what happens on those calls and how do you use them, but also once you go into your presentation, how did you take the feedback? right? Did you listen to the feedback? So the presentation isn't the end all be all like your presentation could be fine. But if you really did a good job of taking feedback of pivoting, like of listening, even if your presentation isn't the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah, if you've shown that you know how to do the work that you understood feedback, and that you've really tried to work through things and like, that's a really good indication of what you'll be like on the team. Absolutely. And as hiring manager, that's the signal that you're looking at. That's what I'm looking. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Okay. Next question for you is, well, any insight that you can give us on the kind of prompts that you might have for this product marketing homework assignment? It really changes based on the role. I've seen things as broad as pitch me. You're a new product marketer at Salesforce for a new product. You figure out what the product is and you pitch it. I've seen people be really specific and say whatever cloud or role that you're interviewing for, you're the new product marketer, go pitch our product. I've seen when I was interviewing, I had to pick an app from the app exchange on Salesforce's app exchange that is geared towards CIOs and pitch it. And that was really hard for me because I had never marketed to CIOs. So I really saw that as an opportunity to, I knew that they were using this as an opportunity to test my ability to learn Yeah, the buyer that I would be working on marketing towards. 
so yeah, it really, it's always a presentation of some sort. You're always asked to be put in as you are the product marketer, but it changes every single time. It's really just what the hiring manager needs to understand. It is the same for all candidates in the role yeah. that you're interviewing for, but every hiring manager and every role is a little different. But those are some great prompts. I think that will oh, definitely yeah. get people prepared a little bit about what to expect, at least going into this. Okay, so next question for you is, I know that a large portion of the listeners today might be first-time PMMs or early in their career PMMs. So for such aspiring product marketers that have never been in the role, are there any tips that you have for them? I think the obvious one would be really understand the company and how do they do their own marketing and how they talk about themselves. So watch their presentations, read their website, take a look at what language they use, really immerse yourself in how they talk about themselves. I think what you said actually around like, at, if you get an early interview, or if you get to that early first interview, asking like, what gaps do you see on your team that you're looking to round out? It's a great one, because that'll help point you in the right direction of what they're looking for. And that way it can tell you if this is a role that you want as well. Yeah. And I would say also just remember, as I said earlier, like product marketers are storytellers, but you don't need to be a product marketer to be a storyteller. Figure out ways that you have used storytelling in the past figure out how you can make sure that your storytelling ability shines through in your answers. And I would even just say, just identify whatever the transferable skills are you think you have. As I mentioned, I was not always a product marketer. The way that I made that transition was to work in an industry, HR tech, where I had been the buyer before. So I had been in human resources. So my first role as a product marketer, I was marketing products for the HR buyer. So that was a really good way for me to make that jump. So there's always some sort of transferable skill or stepping stone that you can take to get into the role that you want. And I think if you are trying to get break into product marketing, figuring out what are those transferable skills and what are those stepping stone moves that you can make to get the role that you want. I couldn't agree more, Jody. I mean, transferable skills is definitely it. I see PMMs around me that have come from sales engineering, from product, from sales, from other marketing parts of the organization, as well as completely other parts as well, like non-tech. I think if you are a good storyteller to your point, then you should be able to talk through those examples of things that you have done in your roles, current roles that might apply to PMMing as well. Exactly. All right. Any last tips for candidates? How do they set themselves apart in PMM interviews, especially when there are so many good candidates hungry for these awesome jobs? Such a good question. Well, I've said a lot of it, storytelling, transferable skills. I think something that I've seen people do is, especially if you're trying to transition in and you haven't been a product marketer before, some sort of portfolio, like a resume only shows you so much. So what else are you doing? Are you writing blogs or do you have a website? What else can you show that gives someone a sense of what your skill set really is? Because a resume is such, it's not a great way to get to know what you've done, what your accomplishments are. And an interview also can only tell you so much. So if you have a website, if you have a blog, what else can you show to set yourself apart? I think that can be really valuable and it's not something that everybody has. So just get creative. Product marketers are creative. So I would say get creative with how mm -hmm. you can make sure that you are showcasing your skill sets and your abilities. I love that. Well said, Jody. Any last thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? For instance, if they wanted to reach out, should they reach out on LinkedIn or follow you on Twitter? 
Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Jody Talks. You can say hi on LinkedIn. I would love to connect with people and say hi. Last thoughts, product marketing is a really creative, exciting field. And if you are a product marketer, make sure you're amping up your creativity and your storytelling in that interview. And if you're not a product marketer, find ways that you can highlight that creativity and that storytelling and those transferable skills. I think everybody who wants to be a product marketer can find ways to get their foot in the door. Awesome. Well, this was amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time with me today to lend your thoughts for our listeners. I learned so much from you and I'm sure our audience did as well. And to everyone listening, thank you for attending another one of our PMM interviews episodes. Stay tuned for the next one where we will interview yet another amazing product marketing leader on their tips and tricks for nailing product marketing interviews. Thanks all and have a good day. Thank you for listening and special thanks to our sponsor Launch Notes. Whether you're looking to drive higher user engagement, build greater trust with your customers, or make a bigger splash on launch day, elevate your product marketing team with Launch Notes. See why industry leaders like Amplitude, Hopin, and Loom love Launch Notes and why you will too at launchnotes.com.